0: Generation Now is what we call this little bit of radio real estate. It's where Leah Young comes in and schools me on how up-and-coming younger generations are shaping everything from popular culture to fashion to film, you name it. Hi, Leah. Good morning. Good to see you. Um, What are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, I'm going to talk about the most notable trend that you can easily come across these days. So I, I have a question for you. Have you seen teenagers or young ones wearing Hanbok around Seoul?
0: I have. Um, it's particularly sort of in the Myeongdong, um, Insa-dong kind of area. Yeah. They're wearing them with each other, which is, you know, young people with each other walking around in Hanboks.
1: Yes. This trend of wearing Hanbok is casual days are quite new to koreans too actually although hanbok is a traditional outfit for a long period hanbok was considered to be very outdated so Mm -hmm. people would only wear and purchase them on special occasions like when you or your children get married for photography Mm -hmm. as a symbolism and maybe wear the same hanbok at your child's first birthday, and that will be mostly it.
0: Yeah, super formal occasions, maybe getting your family photo or mm-hmm. uh, major holidays, that kind of stuff. And yes. otherwise, the humble stays in the closet. Mm-hmm. But that's that's kind of changing.
1: Yeah, so it relates to the fact that young ones are always looking for something new, something fun, something postable. And in the search of something new to do that is eye-catching, Renting a humbug and going to palace areas for photos, which was a great tourist co- course, took notice from the local Koreans. And many people now visit the palace area because it looks good in photos, which has nice. a good deal to all youth culture. And one of the main reasons for bringing back the traditional garments and trend relates to the five major palaces entrance fee rules. So Gyeongbokgung, Changdeokgung, Changgyeonggung. 덕수궁, they're all in downtown Seoul and the palace is marked the entrance fee usually 3000 won and if you wear hanbok it is free.
0: It's free of charge. Mm-hmm. So even I could take advantage of that. I could wear a hanbok and get in free, right? Yes,
1: you. so you can not only have fun but you can also save your money and have And good have pictures. really
0: cool SNS posts. <laughs> have you done this?
1: Not have you yet done the hanbok thing you Not still-
0: yet but I I am attempting to. Uh-huh. And sometimes like um rental businesses spring up around these palaces. I've I've walked by places that say hanbok for rent or something like yes. that. You can, you can just get them. So, you put on your hanbok and um I mean is is this basically the same hanbok that generations have worn for hundreds of years or is there anything particularly new about the way people wear it?
1: Style-wise, um it's sort of different. So when you get married there is a typical color palette suggested. So greenish tops and reddish skirt Mm. is mostly suggested. And for the bride's mother, you're uh, suspected to wear pink tone. And if you're a groom's mother you're Mostly wearing blue tones. I, had, n-
0: I n- had no idea they were color-coded like that. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: Yeah, but for rental, there are more options with playful colors. So glamorous flower pattern tops or regal gold decorated tops with colorful skirts with patterns and almost like a performer style with more decoration. And there's also a simple modernized version with a wearable style. So there's great variety there.
0: So in addition to saving you the expense of buying a hanbok they give you the option of all of these pretty patterns and things mm-hmm. that you might not um have in your own closet yes. as we mentioned they're sort of popping up around palaces and stuff what's it cost to to rent a hanbok and where So it around?
1: the average cost would be 30 to 50,000 won and you can find cheaper versions that starts from 5,000 won as well
0: Wow that is very cheap mm-hmm. um and so you you get your free entry into the palace Suddenly, you have history as your backdrop, and you post your social media. Uh, is that all there is to it?
1: Yes. Well, some people would take a step further and hire a photographer to take profile pictures while wearing hanbok. So, we call it snap picture, snap 사진, or date snap, or hanbok snap. So date snap? Yeah. Even though you're not
0: on a date, really, right? Maybe often,
1: you can be yeah. wearing hanbok.
0: Is that a good date idea? To go, hey, let's put on hanbok and walk around a palace. Would that be like, if, if, if somebody asked you out on a date to do that, would that be a good idea, do you think?
1: I think so, because most dates rely on restaurants, do you say, uh-huh. so there are not many activities involved. Yeah. So if somebody asked me to go to a palace, then I would happily go there.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of a creative idea. Palaces, uh, there's all kinds of settings around Seoul. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, there cream. are also Hanbok cafes, so you can borrow a Hanbok and take picture while you're drinking cup coffee really yeah well honestly this That's is more thing. of a girl thing okay. to do but yeah it's still fun and since you can rent the hanbok from morning to 6 p.m you can move to close areas like Bukchon hanok village or ikseondong or samchongdong and continue on taking pictures and visit traditional dessert cafes or maybe museums to make more memories so this hanbok thing is a could make a good one day trip.
0: Yeah. So you've got the handbook all day. You may as well take advantage of it and walk around. Is walking in a handbook okay? I mean, they're easy to move in, right?
1: Well, not only just wearing humbooks, but the places that we just mentioned are considered to be more hip these days. So mm. apparently Well, I asked my parents, but 20 to 30 years ago when my parents were students, because of the vast space and peaceful surroundings, they say the palace areas were the hot place to arrange a date or a meeting, like a group date. Okay. But when I was growing up in middle school and high school, it was mostly an assignment to visit the historical sites during vacation. So it's a place that you're not really interested in, but... Kind of forced to go to.
0: Mm, and then came the social media platforms.
1: Yes. And now it's like a place worth going for amazing backdrops. And people are now willing to know better. And I think um, the K-drama K- with historical content these days has arose the attention to the palace areas. Mm-hmm. And secret gardens like 경복궁's 경회루 and 창덕궁's 비원 are the most popular places among the palace area that even require bookings to get in. But again, if you're wearing humble, you don't need all these bookings.
0: Save all of those admissions. Yes. And so you could imagine from the government's standpoint, the more attractive they can make these heritage sites, the more sort of uh, snap sajin-taking youth that they can attract in their hanboks. Um, Is the government doing anything to cultivate these uh, sort of sites, make better backdrops and increase the backdrops? Well, uh,
1: at one point, Seoul was covered with franchised brands and mostly western brands especially coffee shops mm. but interesting it's interesting to see the traditional trend coexisting and i think government is trying to balance off that two trends going on so the gentrification on the westernized version shops uh the government is restricting the using English signs around Jongno. So even if a franchise branch takes place, the sign has to be written in Korean. Mm. And also the government is investing on taking care of the national museums and trying to modernize the commercial district around the palace areas in Insa-dong.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, inside dog. It's always been the case that they make all, even the big chain businesses, write their name in Hangul. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see that they're kind of expanding that concept out into the broader Jongno uh, area. Um, I mean, it's 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 kind of a big change, right?
1: Yeah. Well, also for stimulating a certain region to bring back life again, young artists plays a big role too. Young artists who are always in the search of trying to find a place with cheap rents to open up a studio are the ones who notices the dead areas and turns it into a popular place. So starting from Yeonnam-dong, Samcheong-dong, and now Ikseon-dong, all started to boom with the help with young artists.
0: Yeah, Iksondong, uh, we did a um, an urbanism feature on that, and it seems that name, Iksondong, comes up at least once a month on this program for all the changes <laughs> that are going on there. Yes. Right? It used to be um, just kind of a, a dead Hanok village, and they've revived it completely. Yes. I mean, uh, it, it looks completely different, but it still has the tradition kind yes. of aspect.
1: Well, the idea of it, the tradition is slightly changing, so it's something that you have to know and learn and now it's more of an enjoyable culture and adults would teach us to the importance of preserving the traditional culture as it is and respect the spirit and his history behind each aspect but the young ones are taking the culture to the next step embracing the origin that could be perceived old and boring to a modernized version that satisfies the the newness everybody's looking mm-hmm. for.
0: Oh, yeah. It's reviving tradition and putting a spin on it. Um, it's kind of an homage to the tradition that went before. And interestingly, I'll just mention in passing, have you seen where Koreans go abroad and they wear like a modernized hanbok? Um, kind of representing Korea uh, there's lots of young people taking shots of themselves in front of the Eiffel Tower or something <laughs> like that wearing yeah. sort of an updated hanbok, mm-hmm. that's kind of a trend too um, this extends to food, this whole kind of revival idea right?
1: Yes, well not necessarily the traditional food but a very Korean snack I have to talk about is tteokbokki. Mm. so it could be said as a national it's a national snack for all high school girls, it's a stir fried rice cake that Used to be sold in street vendors and tents for a quick snack, and it was considered junk food mostly from parents. Ah, oh, really? But mm-hmm. now they're turned into franchised business model empires. They have m- menu with modules in the form of deli, so it's all taken indoors. And with kimbap, there's even a new word called gourmet school food. So gourmet bunsik. It's an upgraded version of the school foods so they put in healthy ingredients and some of them are developed in fusion style so like cream sauce tteokbokki or fried shrimp kimbap or kalbi kimbap could be a good example so it's slightly a higher price from 3,001 to 10,001
0: these aren't your sidewalk tteokbokki anymore these are mm-hmm. so junk food come 떡볶이.
1: into Gourmet food. <laughs>
0: cream sauce tuk-puk-i. Uh That's like a starch bomb in a heavy cream sauce. Uh, I can <laughs> imagine uh, being able to eat those uh, on a regular basis. Other foods? Do you have any other examples?
1: Well, uh, paping soup could be another example. It's a shaved ice or iced milk with sweetened red beans. It's an inexpensive adult dessert. Mm-hmm. Now located in like top. Floors of the department stores, and many branches are open in hot places like Karusge or Myeongdong. It and they also have a derived version of Injermy Pingsu. It's the same idea, but the Korean traditional rice cake made from the glutinous rice and coated with bean flowers are uh, on top of the pingsu, mm-hmm. which became a worldwide hit. Now they're in sixteen countries and. F- 150 stores in Shanghai alone.
0: I've said it before. I'll say it one more time. Red beans are not dessert in my world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one one of the few Korean things that I haven't latched onto is you know sweet beans on top mm-hmm. of ice. It um, was
1: mostly a grandma kind of dessert, but now it's getting modernized.
0: And now it's getting modernized. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to give it another chance. We've got a very short time here uh, left, Leah. What do we want to hit before we? Uh, maybe you can just kind of sum up the, the the whole thing. I mean, this is basically just um, reviving tradition. It happens in lots of countries, but it's happening here, especially led by your generation, right?
1: Yeah, I think part of the reason that the attention is on the traditional goods has to do with the privilege that young Koreans had to study abroad or travel abroad. And they've seen a lot of other countries handling their heritage, which is very inspiring. And I think it opened up the new perspectives for the young generation to not only form a new culture, but... Think of a new business that could be built around it.
0: Well said. Globalization fueling the trend. Leah, thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you. And we're back with Did You Know right after this.